0: is Talking Shit with how we, we have a great guest, uh, Jan, uh, the aka internet troll. <laughs> 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 please, Jan, don't get mad. <laughs>
1: Look, it's pretty accurate.
0: <laughs> exactly. Jan, how are you doing, sir? Um, tell me just what's going on and please, can you give me a round, da- round down what, what has been happening for last couple days?
1: Um... Well, I personally, I've been doing pretty good trying to I'm moving to l a pretty soon, so that's what's been happening personal. But in terms of uh, on the national scale, uh, the riots have increased <laughs> in it's it's like nothing I've ever seen before. and huh? and Trump came out with a speech yesterday in which everybody, including me, was hoping that it de-escalate the situation, and it didn't. I think is the best way to. <laughs> summarize what happened
0: you know i hear you um yeah you mentioned uh trump uh, as a figure man i uh, please please people don't get me wrong uh, i i'm i'm not for against but you know believe it or not i kind of feel bad for the guy because he's like being crucified right now what oh. do you think
1: Honestly, I watched I watched the live uh, speech yesterday. Did you get a chance to watch that?
0: Uh, I s- saw a little piece of it. Uh, uh, you know, honestly, I have seen it a little bit, but I actually watched his NASA speech from a couple days back. I'm I'm not sure if it was Friday, Saturday, or maybe Sunday even. Uh, but oh, yeah,
1: I I wish I watched the NASA stuff. That that looked incredible.
0: Yeah. And, you know, uh, I'm sorry, but, you know, one thing I want to say, and I wanted to tell you this and tell just the people, viewers, whoever listening, please people do yourself a favor and actually check out the NASA speech of Trump and uh, please approach it unbiasedly uh, without any sort of uh, preconceived notions and just listen to the speech. I truly believe uh, that speech. Maybe his other speeches are not uh, great, uh, I don't know, but that speech about uh, NASA situation, about the launch and everything, uh, to, to, from my perspective, was pretty clear and I really don't think he was talking any sort of gibberish, he was making a lot of sense. But I'm not here to uh, sway anyway, I'm just saying do yourself a favor and listen to that speech because I think it was pretty interesting speech. John, uh, can you please uh, give me like a rundown what just uh, ha- happened over a couple of days? How all of those riots started, and maybe your perspective? How you see, you know, how you see the mm. si- current situation.
1: Um. So the rundown is basically, as we all know, uh, another African American man was killed in broad daylight by police officers, and. You know, well, well, there's no point me going to the specifics of what happened to George Floyd, because the truth is it's, I mean, it's, it's horrific. He was strangled to death in public. And it's another one. It's just, it's, it it happens every day. And so, as always, there are protests. And it, it feels like it's just been, what it is, is that whether you like Trump or hate Trump, he is... He, his, his his tweets and his comments were not de-escalating and no no one can say that can say otherwise. like he was trying to sort of increase tensions like when he used the uh, when the looting starts the shooting starts, which is a old quote from uh, a segregationist in Florida from the 60s like his, his, his rhetoric he wasn't he wasn't saying good things and so since we didn't have a person in charge actively de-escalating, they're out of control. And it's happening all across... It's happening all across the world, too. There are, there are protests in uh, Germany. There are protests in England. I'm pretty sure there's a protest going on in Australia. I could be wrong about that one. And on top of that, we're seeing reporters on live TV get arrested. And not just American ones. We're seeing... And it's American ones in on all the spectrum. CNN, Fox News, and fucking the other ones. But, like, uh, British, French, German, and Australian reporters have been arrested, too. Like, it's gotten worse. And the speech yesterday um i i, I sort of trump's words are saying I, I i believe in the the law of the land and i believe in the one true law the speech itself wasn't what people wanted i think i think we i mean i personally wanted to come out and say hey i'm gonna actually get these guys punished which would have been really good but the speech itself wasn't the issue he was saying he was he was actually a uh, a uh, what's it he was he was going to protect peaceful protest he said something like that he said about how he was um, a guy who was for peaceful protests, while a peaceful protest was having tear gas shot at them and being run down by horses in front of the White House, and I think that's the major issue people had. I mean, obviously the fact is bringing the National Guard onto the American people was a big issue, but it's the fact that he was saying about how pro-protest he was, but anti-looting and riot, while he ordered cops and military into Washington to disperse a peaceful protest. And mm-hmm. you, you got, you got. It's it's one yeah. of those things where I was, I was I was on I was tweeting a storm last night, and it's just if, if like i and I when I'm, i push this to you like i i'm I'm you know i'm I'm not a fan of Trump, but how can you see that he's sending military in, not just like looting and rights, I'm not a fan of well, I believe they are necessary to an extent because as Martin Luther King said, rights are the voices of the unheard. um. You know, he's sending in the military to shoot at Americans, and Americans have died from police. Yes. Like, it's... And, like, how... And I'm asking you personally, like, like like, how do you feel about that?
0: Yeah, um, yeah, sure, uh, definitely. You're making a lot of great points. Uh, I agree with you, and I believe uh, what you were saying. Basically, Trump is adding fuel to the fire. Uh, and I... Mm-hmm. From my perspective, I don't know enough to really say it clearly one way or another, but I can see that uh, happening for sure. And another thing that you just said, uh, military going in and taking over certain cities and uh, just National Guard going in there. Uh, it's a very fine line because um, definitely it could be helpful, but it also could be sort of uh, like... a dictatorship type of move mm. and i definitely see that as a possibility i actually had a discussion with my girlfriend and i was asking her do you think uh, if military enters is a right choice and she was convinced it is a right choice i'm not convinced i just don't don't really know exactly because on one hand if we're talking about uh, certain people that uh, Uh, create um, uh, some uh, so uh, you know if we're talking peaceful protest it's one thing and definitely Mm. there's nothing wrong with peaceful protest and peaceful protest needs to be um, there's no like uh, it it needs to happen and it's um, our right to peacefully protest but then if we go into ideas where there is some sort of Groups that possibly because I'm not in the protest. I I didn't see with my own eyes uh, but possibly there's groups of people that uh, basically undermine the whole situation and I'm not once again I could be Incorrect, but if there is people that undermine the whole situation and they create uh, riots and they create those situation then possibly uh, the military force could be good But once again, it's it's very difficult, like it's a fine we walk uh, through and it's very difficult to tell who's right, who's wrong in this situation. Mm. That's uh, to me, the way I look at it, 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 first of all, uh, to me, John, I'm kind of frightened uh, because I can see if things go wrong, we could end up in somewhat like dictatorship type of idea and that's not fun and it's not um, in any way shape or form it's nothing that any one of us is any person that lives here would want that to happen and i think So the way I see this situation, obviously there is a huge uh, racial issue in all of this. Mm. And I would never discredit that 100%. uh, And racial issues has been a huge issue in this country pretty much forever. But at this moment, in my opinion, uh, no matter how maybe ignorant that's going to sound, I feel this is not really a racial issue. Obviously it happened white man killed a black man. But I feel it's more of a human rights and we are walking the line where it is difficult to figure out really who's right, who's wrong. And I think last thing we need is for people to be divided. And unfortunately, I see that people are divided and possibly because of the racial issue. And maybe we could focus on it as like a problem of the people. Not the races, but I don't know. What do you think? How do you see this future, and how do you see this unfolding? Do you think we possibly might be going under dictatorship?
1: Um, the, the truth is, as much as as much as I believe that, you know, not all conservatives, but just the the ones that are Trump's base, see him as a as a white king. I refuse to believe that if he declared himself a dictator in some capacity, I, I refuse to believe that half the nation would let that happen. So I I I what I think it is, is I I'm not sure. I, I don't think Trump will win this next election. Not because not because not enough Republicans will vote for him, but because just like with the, the reason Hillary Hillary lost is that half the amount of Democrats came out for her than came up for Obama. And I don't think, I think especially now you're going to see Democrats come out a lot. And so it's either he's going to refuse to hand over power or we're going to lead into some sort of not, I'm not going to say war, but some sort of massive conflict yeah, You know what I mean like it's 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 a terrifying time we live in but I hope I and as, as I said to said to a guy last night uh, I was I was messaging uh, A Trump supporter and he's like oh no, it's not gonna become a dictatorship and whatnot." I said like look I want you to be right. I want everything. I'm saying to be wrong. I want that But I don't know
0: Yeah, definitely and can I ask you another thing because that's another shade of the story uh, how about possibility of civil war type of uh, <laughs> situation? How do you see that uh, as a oh, possibility?
1: Honestly, even in, in even in like even with a split, both sides of the civil war going to have nukes. So I don't want that. But I think it's I think I I think in the next hundred years the United States won't stay united, whether it's going to be Trump or whether it's going to be someone else. As we have seen, half the nation like half the nation is willing to fuck over the other half and that can, that sits on both sides of the political spectrum. Like half the people hate the other half of the people. And I, I just, I think like if it's not going to happen now in the next hundred years, we'll see state science split off. I mean, we saw that during the pandemic where um the, the West coast states, California, uh, Oregon, Washington, definitely another one. I've forgotten uh, have a pact that basically treats the treat that basically treats them as one entity. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you remembered that uh, but like we're sort of starting to see that anyway. like maybe maybe if the United States don't fully split up into separate countries, uh, it will only be a United States in name only. So like how the EU isn't a one government thing, but it's just a collection of countries. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 yeah. I think that's maybe a poor comparison, but...
0: I hear you. No, definitely. Um, yeah, d- there is a chance. Um, but, you know, John, uh, I might kind of uh, get away from the uh, conversation sort of, but, you know, <laughs> Go ahead. I actually kind of see it uh, opposite, but obviously uh, we'll see because speculating about the future is a yeah. huge what if, right? But I actually see it opposite. Uh, I see like nations coming together, and one world will became will become like uh, one world type of country. But mm. honestly, I don't know. And uh, what are you saying? Uh, people being uh, really against e- each other yeah. within the country is definitely a factor at this time, and that concerns me the most. Uh, obviously, there is a lot of political undertones and. Many people making different moves, uh, which is also unsettling with many, uh, you know, just idea of army entering cities. Uh, That was uh, from the beginning. I was quite concerned with that. Even uh, before riots, I I was concerned with that with uh, COVID. Mm. Now, as it's it's happening, it is quite scary. Uh, But honestly, once again, it's a fine line and it's difficult to really have a... Uh, like a solid perspective on all of this because there's too many different sides and too many. And also it's heavily emotional type of subject, which also doesn't help because certain people act not on logic, just emotion, Mm -hmm. which I understand. I don't blame that. But, you know, obviously, if you don't act on, you know, if you making actions without, uh thinking it through then a lot of stuff can happen where you know it just uh re- in regular times people might not do things that they do at this moment because it's so heavily charged uh, mm-hmm. such a s- situation but you know if i may um i live in new york city uh and uh, i was actually outside of the city when like the biggest uh, protest uh, happened and riots Uh, I came back yesterday and today afternoon uh, My girlfriend had something to do in the city. I went to the city by Trump's tower. It's uh, 59 and 5th Avenue Trump Tower. I I think is 58 or maybe 57. I'm not sure but long story short, I was actually pleasantly surprised because I was expecting mayhem and I was pleasantly surprised there wasn't any mayhem during the day it's very quiet and uh, quiet quiet and calm the yeah. only difference that I noticed is that uh, most uh, big big stores are covering uh, the, uh, covering the storefronts with plywood and Oh basically...
1: I su- I saw that too that was that's freaky that is a bit that's a bit scary it is. <laughs>
0: Yeah yeah it it definitely is it, it's just one thing I'm pleasantly surprised, and I'm hoping it can continue. There haven't been uh, there, there be, been so much violence I would expect. So, mm. and uh, please give me your take on this, John. But let me just say this. I think if all of this uh, turns into violence, we all lose. Doesn't yeah. mean if, if we're talking about any sort of party, race or whatever. If violence, if this turns into violence, we all lose. So we, uh, please give me your take on it.
1: Um, Honestly, I've, with New York, I've been... uh, Across the board, not across the board. In most cases, I've been pretty happy with New York. Like, I've, like, I live um, about 20 minutes north of the financial district. Mm -hmm. And um, the the closest thing I saw was when I went for a run yesterday, there are about 30 cops just walking to where a protest is going to be not armed, not with shields, but obviously just walking over there because they just have to make sure nothing gets burnt down. And in that regard, I was really happy with that. Like when that, like, again, it was very clear they weren't heavily armored. They were just wearing their uniform. And so, and they were chatting and smiling. And so it was clear that for like in that specific moment, that's a really positive thing. But then you see videos of NYPD of You know, they say bad apples running over protesters. Yeah. And, but you also hear stories of protesters throwing bricks and shooting at cops. And it's like, it's, but across the board, like I, I haven't, I think the way New York is handling it is better than most. And I think that the tipping point, if it were, like every single time there's been a riot, there's been cops hurting civilians and civilians hurting cops, it's always been a thing. But I think the only thing that will tip this from national unrest to full on violence will be if a, like, if multiple people, like, like we're talking like guns, like guns going off yes. in a protest. That's the, that's the, that's, that'll be what sets it off. And I'm, and, from what i've seen so far i hope that doesn't happen and it seems to not go that way but you know this country is big and it's a large population so it can happen but i'm pretty happy with it like i've i haven't felt in danger by either cops or but you know that also comes with the fact that i'm white so i don't inherently feel danger from cops anyway
0: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. sorry know, it's... please uh I'm very sorry, I'm gonna interrupt you, but I have to say that. Do you feel white privilege? I know this might be inappropriate, but I still want to ask the, the question.
1: Um. I actually, I, I was talking to one of my friends back home Is is conservative, and mm. he yeah. asked me that, and I said, the truth is, is that white privilege is something that until you start noticing it, you won't notice. Like the fact that you and I can walk past cops and feel really safe, like back at home. And even here I would walk past cops and I'd chat to them a little bit and be like, Oh, how are you going, mate? And all that stuff. And yes. the fact that I can do that without being afraid is white privilege in and of itself. The yeah. fact that I can, and white privilege comes in other forms like the fact that, that, you know, yeah. most institutions are, are run by white people. And there is a part of hu- human psychology that pref- that prefers, you that makes you prefer people who look like you that that's not a good thing but that's just human nature um it's part of our tribal nature and so the truth is is that it does exist
0: yes i do what what are your thoughts i definitely agree with you yes definitely uh can you please uh, continue about the riot sorry i i interrupted i think it was please continue
1: um but yeah like the 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 rights. i'm just trying to figure where to go from but like the thing i like seeing is internationally there has been i i don't like i don't remember the last time there were riots in the u.s and uh protests where we saw international recognition like there's there's there was a protest happening in perth and there's protests happening in england and germany and that is nice and i hope that you know, it, it, it sends a message to the police force because the truth is the, the US police force is not, it's militarized. It's not a regular police force and they have no oversight. And I'm hoping that international recognition and international protests about this exact thing um, really open their eyes. And the scary thing is I'm not sure. Sh- I think they're refusing to, which is why we're seeing r- uh, reporters getting arrested on live TV. Like, as soon as you're arresting a, pro- a reporter, I immediately think, what are you trying to hide? If, yeah. what, what, do you, what do you not want shown? So I think, yeah, it's it's a scary time. But in terms of New York, I felt it's been pretty good here. Like, as I said to you before this call started, I was volunteering in uh, just north of Chinatown to help basically deliver groceries to residents of apartment buildings who can't go out because of the pandemic. Um, and one of the girls I was volunteering with is going to a preschool protest that starts in about an hour or so, and really? she was and she was there helping a community. So you're seeing good people protest. The rioters and looters are not the protesters.
0: Yeah, and and I think you made a great point. Uh, what you just said, the uh, riders, uh, the uh, people that create. Um... Uh, violence or whatever, an arrest or uh, however you phrase it, those people mm-hmm. definitely are not protesters, like you said. And, uh, John, thank you for volunteering. And definitely. <laughs> no, and, and no, no, because, no, yeah, thank uh, you. Uh, uh, straight up, because um, one beautiful thing with this whole situation from Corona to uh, protests and, uh, like, uh, just general... I don't know, do you call this anarchy? Maybe not, but, you know, an arrest, let's say. Uh, one beautiful thing with all of this, many people actually have, um, beca- you know, many people became more helpful, more community-minded, mm. and just uh, being more mindful. And thank you for that, because definitely, me too, uh, I'm not doing volunteering work, but uh, definitely I became more grateful for people in general especially people that care because obviously there's people that don't care about anything but people that care I truly appreciate it as well because it's um you, we all need to uplift each other at moments like this mm. it, it's it's really one thing that really kind of perplexes me and it really almost hurts me that uh, a lot of the situation bring up even more hate and that to me it's like you know unfortunately to me that's counterproductive because if we just uh, if there's more and more hate it's like a snowball effect you know and it's just spinning out of control and yeah i i understand emotionally all of this situation is very charged and i i don't blame people to uh, mm. be overreacting but still we need to come to some sort of conclusion with a cool head, you know, and, you, you know, once again, people divided, you know, the term divide and conquer, right? And, yeah. and you know, and that's basically, long story short, if we're going to be divided, there is a good chance, either is Donald or whoever the fuck, you know, divide and conquer, and we cannot allow that to happen. You know what I'm saying, John?
1: I was I was actually about to make the exact same point. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I was going to use the exact same words. As you. Like it's true. Like if, 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 if the longer we are divided, as long the longer this nation is divided, the easier it will be to see it fall apart.
0: Yeah, definitely. It, it is. Um, it's yeah. We'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen. Uh, but you know, I'm quite ho- honestly. T- uh, being honest, I am quite um, positive with this situation because, like I said, although there is huge amount of violence and unacceptable violence, uh, it could have been way worse. Like yes, you said, exactly. There, there really could be a shootouts, like military style shootouts between citizens and police or army, and that really didn't happen. And even that alone although it's like kind of extreme even that alone if that didn't happen i'm already a little calmer about the situation Mm. and obviously like like you said the police abusing power uh, and everything all of that stuff yeah that is really scary it's just uh, also once again i really feel we all need to kind of take a step back and look at the whole situation from like a third person perspective because certain situation you cannot judge. So I saw a video, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Um, I cannot uh, explain it exactly. You probably seen it. It's just the whole situation. So the first time I seen the video, I just saw a guy being mauled by a group of people, and they possibly even killed the guy, right? Just beat him up so badly that possibly they killed him, and it was horrific. But then I saw a longer version of the video, and the guy that was beaten up was chasing people with a machete. Machete. Yeah. And then it's another can of worms because the first video I saw is a completely different video from my that, from the second one, right? And it's like it's almost impossible to have a, like a clear perspective what really happened there. You know, was he just chasing people uh, with a machete because he was on drugs? Or was he defending himself? Or was he defending his property? Uh, I just, you know, like I wasn't there. I have no idea what happened. And it's so, and my point is, it's so easy to take things out of context. Even like five seconds more, if you add five seconds more to a video and take out five seconds from the video, can make an amazing difference the way you perceive it. So, yeah. And it
1: makes it's... it more difficult... I'm sorry, sorry for interrupting no, please,
0: please, 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 uh, continue, please. It, tell me your, your take on.
1: <laughs> it makes it more difficult, too, because there are bad actors involved. And it's, and it's not just left-wing groups, it's also white supremacist groups. Like, it's... Like, there are bad actors coming in to stoke tension. Like, I saw a video of... It was actually out of New York. Oh, it might have not been New York, but for some reason, my brain is telling me it is. But it was a guy who just like, you know, I saw the original clip of like this old fella getting the shit beaten out of him. And I went, Oh, that's not great. And then I saw the full clip and he had a bow and arrow and he was shooting at protesters and like, and then protesters came and beat him, beat him to an inch of his life. And it's like, people are obviously that's a very, very, very small amount of people, but like, that's, that's, it's a bunch of bad actors. So it makes it even more difficult like, yeah. are the protesters? Uh, is the person being beat up, like you said, defending their property, or is the person getting beat up a bad actor who's actively trying to take away from the protest? And it's 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 tough. It's tough. It, like especially during this age of the internet, it is tough. Like like it, it information can easily be changed. Is what is what I'm looking for.
0: Sure. But yeah. Sure taken taken out of context and it's really yeah it's um uh, it's uh, to me it's it's really once again it, it, it i will go back to this point a lot but i really want to emphasize that we need to be uh, uplifting each each other and together we thrive. if if we come come up if we i believe if most people will approach this this sort of uh, with this uh, sort of mentality together we drive I think we can really fix a lot a lot um, a lot of shenanigans that's been going on but obviously easier said than done if I can tell you John today I was um, on a corner of uh, 59 and 5th Avenue just uh, doing Mm -hmm. some photography video And some random guy just uh, asked me, what am I doing? uh, What kind of pictures I'm taking, this and that? And I just told him, uh, I'm I'm making a short video just to describe what's going on during the day. And you know, I just said, it it is surprisingly calm and I'm very grateful that it didn't turn as violent as as I would anticipate it. Mm. And basically we shook a conversation and You know, what's very interesting that he he told me because I told him right away, like this is like literally if I have an agenda, my agenda is let's uplift each other, uh, you know, and let's work, uh, you know, once again, together we uh, thrive, you know, uh, and basically I told him, you know, sir, I'm I'm really happy that all of this is calmer than I thought. And once again, together we thrive. Divided we don't and you know And <laughs> he told me like oh man You are one of those people that sees through this bullshit <laughs> you <know? laughs> Because you know Obviously it is easier said that you know, like I'm in my apartment safe and I, uh, You know, yeah. I'm, like like you said, I'm somewhat privileged and I and I do agree with that I do not disagree with that 100% and it's easy for me to say but still, though, you know, if we bypass all the emotions and by, like political shenanigans, really, if we stay together, we would be just fine. And the long story short, if I may, uh, the guy, he was uh, a black, black guy, African-American, right? And believe it or not, uh, there was no such a thing as racial tension between me and him. And I'm a, I, And I'm white as a fucking snowflake, you know? <laughs> and long story short you know, like, I understand racism exists and it's a real thing, but it doesn't mean a white person cannot be cool and mindful with a black person and other way around, you know. Basically, long story short is that it really is a human issue, you know. Obviously, Mm -hmm. race is like an undertone to all of this, but at the end of the day is a human issue. What do you think, Jan?
1: Um, I think I I do agree that well, the, 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 I think just the the, the rights have shown us how, like, like, like you said, like the truth is we are very, we, like we as two individuals are very privileged and you have a group of Americans, like obviously race is an indicator, but I'm taking our race or racing. You're having a group of Americans who are being attacked by a organization that's meant to protect them. And... That statement alone is a very human issue. Obviously there is race involved and we cannot forget that and we should punish those who ignore that. but it's that's the thing like like the truth is we need to stop seeing other people as threats because the truth is they are people like i was I was having a conversation with, Admittedly, a guy who uses Nazi rhetoric, which was disappointing to see. He was trying to argue that white people are morally superior, which if that's not a red flag to anybody, it should be. Um,
0: yeah, I hear you.
1: <laughs> but uh, he said he said he was like, when, when I see a black v. white situation, I'm suspicious of the black person. And I said, you shouldn't be suspicious of either person. Like, yeah. if it's, it's, a, it's a person via person, like they're both people in this situation, they're both American. Like, that's just the truth. But, and, and as soon as we, we fix the organization that's attacking Americans, you know, again, specifically African Americans, and we cannot forget that, but it's attacking Americans. We won't, we, these riots will not stop. And like, and sure, I understand the idea of sending, again, I'm sort of going across a tangent, but I've also opened up, uh, Trump's Twitter page, which is terrifying. Um, I do understand the idea of sending in the National Guard in theory, and this is specifically about Trump, but like these riots are happening because of police brutality and how how militarized the police is. That's why these riots are happening. And so the solution is come out and say, yeah, we'll set up an independent body to stop this, but sending in the National Guard isn't going to fix the issue. It won't fix the issue. It's only going to silence the anger for a little bit, like it did last time. Like, that's the thing. This situation is like these sets of rights and, and protests are bigger than I've ever seen. So, if they're going to silence this one, it's only going to be bigger. Like, it's, yeah, I've got, I really lost my way there. I apologize.
0: But no, it's, it's all good. I have a question for you. Can you please uh, give me some sort of your thoughts, idea, and perspective on this whole antifa organization group because honestly i'm not knowledgeable on it maybe maybe you can tell me more about it do do you know anything in detail about them
1: well here's the thing the issue that uh, the truth is that trump is trying to use antifa as a scapegoat because they're like again antifa is an inherently violent organization but the issue is and i actually messed up just then antifa isn't an organization it's a movement like that's the issue is that antifa literally means anti-fascist that's nice. that's that's all it means it's a movement just like how just like how feminism is a movement not an organization and yes. are there people who are way too violent yes obviously but like that, that's the thing you got to remember and a lot of a lot of what is happening in America right now like again police attacking and arresting uh reporters and and uh dispersing peaceful protests is uh fascistic in a way not yeah. in a way it is and some of Trump's comments border on fascism as well again whether you like him or hate him that's a factual statement they 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 are very similar to the rhetoric of Mussolini and occasionally Hitler. Like with the whole idea of labeling the media as an enemy, that is a fascistic move. Um, Even if you think they are, even if you think they're filled with bias, which the media is like labeling every single media source that doesn't go with you as uh, the enemy is fascistic. And so when he labels the, the scary thing about him labeling uh, Antifa as a terrorist organization is that for me, do you know, like, do you know I'm gonna answer this ask you this question. Do you know what I need to do to claim that you're Antifa? Do you know what I need to do?
0: No, did you have an Instagram account, maybe?
1: <laughs> Just claim that you're Antifa. That's yeah. all I need to do. Like if, if he actually labels them as a terrorist organization, mm-hmm. all I need to do to claim that you're Antifa is to say to the FBI, that guy's Antifa. Because it's talking. a movement, not an organization.
0: It can be very easy taken out of context and you can use that for your own agenda, basically. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Chan, I 100% agree with you and I told you at the beginning I'm very concerned with this dictatorship idea and definitely it's possible, definitely. I'm, I'm not arguing it's not. But once again, I don't see... Like, my thing with all of this is I don't see the picture clearly. I, I don't... Uh, you know, like to me, both sides and even if we're talking uh, even races or outrage or whatever we're talking about, the picture is not clear. And that's the like the most difficult thing for me is that it's just difficult to tell. But I do agree. Yeah, the, Trump has been making a lot of statements that do can be taken as um, uh, like a Hitler type of move or uh, you were saying Mussolini, right? Uh, yeah. similar ideas right Um, yeah it it does it definitely is a possibility and I'm definitely concerned about this and yeah and I do ask myself question is is that what's happening here it's possible yeah definitely um, yeah it is difficult um, but one thing I would like to say I don't want to make sides I don't want to even push uh, anybody one way or another but what I want to emphasize if you are like against Trump as a character and if you think he's a dictator or whatever I think he could end up being a dictator it's possible but what I would like uh, anybody that listens please go and listen to Trump full speeches because I really one thing that uh, we had this conversation before uh, Mm. I feel in many ways Trump is not treated fairly you made a counter argument that he doesn't cheat other people fairly so you know he he deserves the same i do agree but still though i believe he is being treated unfairly and if you want to treat treat him fairly whoever we're talking about you are pro against whatever listen to his full interviews and with an with like an unbiased approach and just listen to the guy, you know, because um it is easy to listen to somebody and he says one, uh, let's say he mentions, uh, mentions, oh, uh, he says, oh, we did uh, all this uh, work for the state, and we are so great. And then you're like, fuck this guy, you know? You know what I'm saying? I
1: know you're saying.
0: But that's the thing, then you focus on it, like, fuck this guy, and you stop listening. So what I'm saying is, please, uh, just people in general, he, 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 please listen to the guy, you know, because um, um, I cannot say one way or another, he could be a dictator and he could be for for saving this nation. Too too difficult to tell at this moment because it's I mean, like there uh, were exa- there
1: are examples of dictators who did try to save the nations, like uh, Fidel Castro and Cuba. Like Cuba has a brilliant education program like you could argue that he was a dictator who did in a way save his nation sorry for interrupting just it was no no
0: but yeah definitely and john you made a great point it's it's uh, that's the thing it's and at this very moment the situation it's like i can describe it in a way when let's say you jump into like a clear lake but you know you jump in and you stir all the bottom uh bottom dirt you know like the the water gets foggy right Mm. Uh, so basically that's where we are right now we are in foggy water it's Mm. no matter which side you are on you really cannot even see much you know like not much past your own nose and you know it's difficult to make a true honest uh assumption of the whole si- situation because there's too much going on what do you think Jan-, uh, Jan?
1: um it's there is there is just so much going on and we're seeing like they like just between like riots and pandemic by itself is chaotic yes. um but yeah it's there's just so much and like we're seeing like 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 uh the 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 government is currently rescinding environmental protection acts right now which is which you know the truth is it would be up to states whether or not they follow it because that's just how america works for whatever reason um but yeah like like and you can see uh, like government like organizations are using this foggy water to do sneaky shit in the background which is the only way i can describe it um but i have a question for you which is unusual for me no Um, no so we we often hear in uh, during the, these riot situations where a cop kills an African-American man. And we always hear from people across the political spectrum um, saying, oh, it's just a few bad apples. Oh, it's just a few bad apples. What do you think of that? Like, do you think it's just a few bad apples or is it is it a bigger issue than
0: that? Uh, I think it's both from my perspective and uh, so first of all uh, when you have power uh, of a- any sort it is almost like um, na- uh, human nature to take advantage of that power mm-hmm. so it is almost on, on na- and i and i don't want to sound like it's like i'm making a- an excuse uh, for those people but the human naturally when they get power they a- abuse it. It's it's just and you and you can tell with anybody from leaders Mm. to politicians to policemen, even even like uh, people in uniform in general, they can feel entitled, you know, it's just I don't know. I guess that's what it is. Uh, And a few bad apples for sure. We cannot generalize in because I'm so. One thing that I say, like, uh, I can give you an example, John, uh, about Mm -hmm. wars, right? I'm completely against wars. Uh, Let me tell you this, bombing for peace. Does that make any sense to you? Bombing somebody for peace.
1: Yeah, it makes no sense. It's a silly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, you know, uh, but uh, that being said, I respect every single soldier. And army men out there and I have nothing but respect for them and I know if if it be necessary they would defend this country and I'm nothing but grateful I just do not like the idea of war but I'm not against uh, you know army soldiers mm. it, because those are two different things you know it's like soldiers soldiers for most part are truly brave Honest people with, like, um, with like a drive uh, for something greater. Mm. But war is something completely different. War is organized and made with uh, through people with suits, and they don't even fight those wars themselves, which Mm. is horrific. And you know, once again, the the lines are blurry. And it's difficult to find like a common ground. In you know, the, certain cops for sure they abuse power, and they need to be locked up. And even in like extreme situations, like even like even executing them wouldn't be too extreme to me. You know, in this situation where the guy uh, Floyd Floyd is
1: yeah is, George uh, Floyd
0: yeah. George Floyd, this, all of this is horrific, and I do, do not even understand how those policemen were not locked up right away. It's, it's like, what's going on here, you know? It, it is, it def- is, it is you,
1: you did bring up a really good point that, and I totally agree with you on it, because when I mean, you don't know this, um, but like my great grandfather was in the Air Force in World War II, and one of my really good friends is currently going to the Australian Army um, and another one of my best friends from high school is becoming a police officer in Australia. And I, again, I, I respect the hell out of people who decide to serve out for whatever country they like live in. It, it re- it's the ultimate sacrifice. It's, it's, it's you are risking your life for your nation. And that is a beautiful thing. And, and again, uh, like my parents, uh, some of their friends are like detectives back in Sydney, and they are—they do a beautiful job, and they are beautiful people. And I respect police officers. But I heard an analogy the other day, which I think might interest you.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, and it went. I'll see if I can remember this. It went. If there was a drop of champagne in a in a barrel of toxic waste, we would still call it toxic waste. <laughs> and if there was a drop of toxic waste in a barrel of champagne, we would call it toxic waste. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, and I think that's the best way to describe any sort of armed organization where it's, it's, I don't, I I don't agree with the idea of a few bad apples. I, 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 let me, I do agree that there are bad cops and there are also really good cops. I agree that there are, it is just a few bad apples, but I think. I think people got to remember that a few bad apples in an organization that's meant to protect all people, is not. It's 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 toxic waste and champagne. I think is a. It, does that make any sense?
0: Yeah, definitely, and yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, I uh, I am with you on that because, definitely, any sort of uh, behavior that's uh, not. Just because of obviously certain things can be taken out of context like we were talking about the video sometimes you gotta see the whole picture to understand it. But yeah, but in situation where police is abusing power. Yeah, they definitely should be prosecuted on the spot is once again. Yeah, it's it's um, it's an extremely difficult situation. Uh, have you seen those videos where uh, certain protesters were stopping the criminals from doing crime uh, it's oh, like beautiful-huh yeah please uh, give me give me your take on it because it is beautiful that uh, actually people themselves are stopping crime Well
1: because it's one of those things where the people protesting it's their community. Like, if, like, no one, like, I think, I think of where I'm from back home in the suburb I was raised in. If I was protesting, my last thought would be burning down businesses, because that's my home. Yeah. And I, oh, like, like, seeing protesters take down people who are actively trying to riot and loot brings happiness to me. Because you're seeing the best of humanity, they're like they're against they they're against an organization that has more power than them than them, but they refuse to let bad people in, and that is that is that is humanity at its great best. Like that is that is that is freedom in the American like in the American style at its greatest, and I love that. Like it's it I think that's the best way to describe it. Like it's. Yeah, I'm sorry. i I've, 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 I've having trouble expressing it more than that. Like it's, that is that is what we want. And I think, and I think, and you know, obviously Trump isn't listening, because why would he be listening to us? But um, if in let's let's pretend for a moment that Trump is listening. To this, if you want to be seen, if you want to if you want to calm tensions, and you want to be seen as a great leader highlight those moments of humanity at its best. Cause that is what a leader does. Like, like the world is really shit at the moment. Every country is having a bit of a depression. Every country has been locked up for months. Every country has deaths and every country is currently riding. And if you just shine on those lovely moments of humanity, like everything will calm down. Like I'm not saying the protest will stop at all, but you won't see riders and leaders as often, I don't think.
0: Uh, it, it it can make a difference for sure. Mm. And, and I do agree with that. Um, uh, uh, I, I had a question and kind of lost it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely those small little details can make a difference. Uh, one thing, uh, John, I want to ask you, you know, Right now, obviously, uh, we both kind of agree that probably Trump is not handling this the right way. But do you really see, like, um, because, uh, you know, oh, I see what kind of point I wanted to make. uh, And I'm not trying to defend Trump, but it's like devil's advocate. And also I'm trying to look at the whole picture. Right. And my my question is, I believe uh, he stay quiet. Uh, once again, I, it's it's my belief, my perspective. Uh, I think he stayed quiet because the situation was so out of control. Like, uh, And I know I'm going to go on a limb with that and I'm not saying I'm right, but I truly believe if he would come out and speak out, not only he would get um, whatever he would say, you know, people would cru- crucify him, but I honestly believe and, John, <laughs> that mm-hmm. might sound stupid, but I honestly believe if he would come out those days when it was really popping off, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody would shot him, you know, like literally assassinate him. And I know that could be crazy to say, but I truly see that as a possibility. What do you think about that?
1: Um, This is, this is going to be something that I think you and I will disagree on for a long time, for however long... Uh, you know, we keep in contact, not, you know, and that doesn't disregard your point. And I don't think I'm hundred percent right either, but this, this actually does remind me of a conversation. Again, I was having on Twitter with a guy who said, cause we were talking about uh, Trump's actions due to coronavirus. And again, you and I can agree or disagree on wh- what actions he should have taken. But the guy said that if Trump had acted earlier, you in the left wing media would have claimed that he acted too early and was a scaredy cat and he was a wuss and he was over exaggerating and which is similar to to what you said now that, that you think he, like people would get angrier if he went out and said stuff during that time. And I, I do not think that is true. I don't think everyone would believe him. I don't think everyone would believe him if he came out tomorrow and made the most unifying and beautiful speech on earth. I would not believe that he wrote that. But I do not think that people would be as angry, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think it's one of those things where we are purely speculating because we won't ever know. But I know personally, myself, that if Trump had come out in the beginning of the protest and had backed up the people and or, like when they were happening before he came out with this big speech, but he backed up the people and fought to have those police, just those police officers arrested. I, I, I reckon we would not be seeing as big a reaction as we are now.
0: Yeah, yeah. could and be. You
1: and, you, uh, and I, you and I might disagree on that, and that's absolutely fine. That's that's the brilliant thing about this po- this podcast you've created, is that we can disagree on that.
0: Thank, yeah, and thank you, John, for, for saying that, because I, I, I definitely, you know what it is, and I appreciate if, uh, the words you just said, because it is very true. Uh, just because we can disagree doesn't mean we have to be enemies, and just because we agree doesn't mean we have to be friends. Either or, you know, it, it's it's mm. it's really and it's funny because uh, Elon Elon Musk made this tweet a uh, couple of weeks back, and and that's what he said: uh, if we agree on something, doesn't mean we're going to be best friends, and if we disagree, doesn't mean we have to be enemies, and it's kind of like an obvious statement but somehow not everybody understands it you know and yeah i and i'm very glad that we actually disagree because um this also uh, the situation about uh, the, uh, trump you know uh, it is very interesting how uh, you know like one figure can create so much emotion and also like you were saying, you know certain his certain actions can be really hurtful to even nation as a whole. And yeah, it is crazy. but uh, uh, to me, uh, I see honestly, once again, I cannot I don't see the picture fully, so I cannot state one way or another or or another. But one thing for sure, I am convinced. Mm-hmm he's not treated fairly, but <laughs> like your uh, counter argument, he kind of mm. did it to himself and I kind of agree. So I hey, don't know. There,
1: And there's some parts of your argument that I, I, I mean, again, the last as the last episode we did together, Joe it's like, I agree with plenty of the points you made. Yeah, it's you know, just, like it's...
0: How do we find a common ground where, where <laughs> we, we don't need to uh, disagree and basically work together to make things better? How do you see that, John?
1: Honestly, I think, I think, I think, in terms of like, I mean, I think, I think exactly what we're doing here is a brilliant example of how people can do that. Like, you and I come from different political beliefs, mm-hmm. but before, because again, we were sort of, I mean, at each other's throat a little bit before we did the first uh, recording to get together. Mm-hmm. But like, I like you, you. I'm going to use the phrase sat me down, but you didn't, but you messaged me. And you're just like, look, let's not be aggressive. Let's try our best not to interrupt each other and let's just listen and let's just talk and let's let, let's just be calm and discuss. And I think that needs to be said to everybody. Like we need to understand that not everyone's going to agree on everything, but if we keep the name calling and we keep the condescending attitude and we keep the, I am better than you ideology aside. We can we can talk and we can laugh and we can have a good time. Like it's, that's all that needs to be done. And there are, and the thing is I look at, I look at politicians like, as I said from last recording, like John McCain mm-hmm. and, and Mick, Mitt Romney, two guys who politically I disagree with on almost everything. But when I hear them talk, they, they're not dividing. Like I, I remember, this, I remember I recently rewatched the record, the, the uh, debates between Mitt Romney and Obama, which I would recommend rewatching because they are the best example. And I think people have forgotten of two people from opposing political beliefs, talking and being friendly. Like Mitt Romney was saying his beliefs, and Obama was then replying with his own and there were a couple of jokes shot at each other, but like nothing It was you you're seeing again the best of what politics can bring and like it, people need to talk like that, too
0: Yeah, I I, I agree another question You just kind of gave me this idea if let's say somebody would put Trump on like a an hour or two hour long podcast Would you listen uh, and would you give the guy a a chance? Wouldn't you give the guy a chance to, you know, like, because uh, another thing with politics is, unfortunately, uh, Trump has way more airtime than anybody. But still, we don't really feel, uh, listen to his full uh, logic as a person. Maybe if somehow he would do a podcast, you think people would listen and maybe change mind about him or it would be opposite it would just create uh, even worse backlash type of idea what do you think
1: i would think that like the cuz cuz trump spends a lot of time on fox news just calling in talking about like raving or whatever he wants to rave about that hour um mm. and if he went on a podcast with not like a extreme left wing but like a left wing uh interviewer who who just like he didn't he didn't like discredit him or anything. He just like asked him questions and got him to answer. Like, not let Trump just say his slogans and all that shit. Like if, if, if Trump sat down with an interviewer who was gonna ask him tough questions and Trump didn't just say his slogans, I would listen to that. Because that is what a leader should do. Yeah. Like and and it, it might bring some people over to his side and it might make some people on his side. Go against him. That just might be how it goes. But I think everyone would listen to that.
0: Yeah, I, I wish I wish somebody would have a power to do that because <laughs> I, I'd be extremely interested. In, and, you know, I wouldn't even mind if the podcast would go for like six hours, you know? Oh, me too. Like, I, I, it could be a, a
1: 24-hour recording and I would <laughs> sit down over a week and watch that.
0: Yeah, Exactly, because uh, once again... Whatever we disagree or agree, or whatever it is, John, believe it or not. Uh, I respect Donald Trump, and uh, you know, that being said, I really don't know exactly what he's all about, and I would love to find out. wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I man, like i i I agree with you, but i don't I don't respect him, but I respect him as a person enough to be like, if he's going to actually express his beliefs truthfully and honestly, then I'm happy to listen, just like with anyone. Just yes. like with that guy using a lot of the Nazi rhetoric, like hey, I I, I, met, I DM'd him and I said, "Look, we're not on a public forum anymore. Mm-hmm. Be honest with your beliefs, and I will listen. I won't agree, because again, he was using Nazi rhetoric, but I will listen. And I think that's that's what a lot more people need to remember. And also on the right as well, you remember like. Like, you don't have to respect our views politically, but if you're willing to listen, then I'm happy to talk.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to butcher it, but dialogue, not monologue, right? We we have exactly. to have a dialogue, not a monologue. And yeah, it's... it's- uh, once again, crazy times, uh, John. Uh, can you give me more detail why you're planning to go to California? Because that's actually a very interesting uh, topic, uh, at least from my perspective. Give me, give me some insight, if you don't mind, of course.
1: Um. So I, I got to go back in a bit into me as a person, if that's okay. Um. Can you hear
0: me, John?
1: Yeah, sorry. Uh, We just got an emergency alert, a a citywide curfew. Did you get that alert as well? Uh,
0: Not yet. Yet, is it?
1: Yeah, uh, sorry. 8 p.m. is the curfew. Sorry, it came up on my phone. Sorry about that. That that was extremely rude. I should have turned off my phone.
0: Don't worry, John. It's all good. You Um, are not a uh, rude person. You are just a rude (laughs) troll.
1: but to to explain why I'm moving to California, I guess sort of got to go into me as a person. So I'm, so to give you context, like my my mother is a teacher, my dad is a uh, an accountant by trade, and my brother's doing law. And I've spent my entire life doing the performing arts. So, uh, for instance, in high school, uh, I was in a drama drama group. It was the same four, five people, and we got into three different uh big festival drama festivals in Australia, which mm-hmm. is it's 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 a big deal for Australia and so I moved to the US to to do a, uh, an acting degree to go to a performing arts school and I was accepted I, I moved to New York because I was auditioning for most New York ones and but I got accepted into a California performing arts school
0: and Congrats.
1: thank you so much and it's and yeah, and it's it's very it's it's very exciting to me because it's literally what I've spent my entire life working towards. And so that's mm-hmm. literally that's that's it. And the thing is, and I'm hoping to get out of it with a acting degree and a minor in history, because I believe that I shouldn't just learn about performing arts, I should actually learn about history as well, because it keeps me educated and it allows me to discuss politics and history with people, which is a passion of mine.
0: That sounds uh, once again, congrats (laughs) on being accepted, and also congrats on following your own dreams. That's also beautiful because there's plenty of people that only stay wishing to follow their dreams. And if you can follow your dreams, you're already winning, sir. You know. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? And and the the
1: truth is, odds are I'm not going to make it in as an actor because not many do. Literally, it's like one in a million. It's literally one in a million, but then I'll become a drama teacher, a high school drama teacher. That's the plan.
0: All right, And mm. John, uh, you can make it. Obviously, it's not gonna be easy. Uh, I'm on a (laughs) similar boat. Uh, I'm not an actor, but I'm trying to break through with podcasts and I'm I'm trying to do my own type of stuff with social media, ideas, YouTube. Uh, Also, I do photography. Yeah, I saw that
1: actually I saw that looked really good.
0: Thank you, sir. But long story short. uh, I realized at some point that Nothing happens overnight, but you can have two choices either give up or keep on going You know, you know what I'm saying? And even if I never make it, I will keep on going, you know hmm so uh, once again, beautiful stuff, and uh, definitely follow your dreams. And uh, even if you don't make it, is is better to be trying than not be trying, you know. And exactly. the reason, uh, sorry, can you please repeat?
1: I'm just saying, uh, exactly. Like I would, I would rather have spent my entire life working towards uh, being an actor and fail catastrophically than never have done it before, like never have done it all. Like that's it's,
0: I agree with you on that sounds yeah definitely and anybody out there uh, listening and you like struggling if you should do things that uh, you feel um, are propelled to do try try it at least try it, it obviously it's not easy but anybody you know if he, and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Joe Rogan you uh, against him or it doesn't really matter you know Joe Rogan, uh, he makes a really beautiful point that uh, he says, uh, you know, there is is many different issues in life, but that's one of those things where uh, you have to break through. Like, if you really feel like there is something there, you just need to go for it. Easier said than that, obviously, Uh, you know, easier said than done, obviously. But uh, if... Oh, and... Sorry, I kind of lost the point. So what he says, right? Uh, somebody's out there is a president. Yeah, and literally, it doesn't matter. If somebody out there can be a president, you can be a president too. Maybe it's not for everybody, but it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If somebody yeah. out there is a scientist, you can be a scientist as well. If somebody's a, like a, a YouTube uh, influencer or however you call them, you can do the same. It's just you have to put in the work maybe sometimes get a little lucky but you know the war world is pretty much as long as you don't have like a really messed up situation from the beginning if you uh, let's say live in a somewhat uh, good situation you can achieve pretty much anything and there's even people that come out of jail and stuff and they still make it and they really go for the gym so You know, it's, once again, easier said than done, but everything's possible, right?
1: Mm. And it's one of those things where uh, the truth is, like with anything, especially with creative mediums, sometimes you could be the best person and you still might not make it, but why don't you do it, you know? Like, just do it. And if if you end up at the other end having achieved not much but yet you worked your ass off then you've succeeded like that's yeah. all succeeding is with creative arts is if you finish saying i worked my ass off the entire way you've succeeded yeah that's been that's my view on it anyway
0: i definitely agree with your view and yeah definitely once again respect john and if i may uh, there is uh this quote from braveheart and the quote goes every man dies but not every man lives and uh, i don't know you can take it the way however you want it but to me it speaks to my heart because once again there's a million things i wish i i had done or been doing or uh, you know just but still at the end of the day i am trying to do things and you know that's the difference you know between Uh, between action and just non-action, you know, so at the end of the day, action is a crucial type of... uh, Action is crucial for action. Mm. Yeah,
1: I mean, couldn't agree
0: more. Uh, John, uh, if I may, because I'm really interested why you're moving out, because at this moment, New York City is becoming almost... um, uh not uh, it's not deserted but a lot of people are leaving and that's what what i was wondering about um because me me as well thankfully tomorrow i'm going back to my regular job i'm doing uh carpentry uh, just is whatever uh, regular job right yeah and i'm actually very happy for that because uh Thankfully, I, I, I was able to get some unemployment benefits, this and that. But I really rather work, make my own money and support the government, uh, you know, the economy. Uh, so I'm happy with that. But uh, long story short, if I would stay without resources, I would be pretty much forced to move out of New York City. Just the prices in general uh, are not... Uh, New York is beautiful. They're probably one of the greatest cities in the world for many reasons, but uh, the like value for property and stuff like that—that's not thats not, that, that's not uh, why this city is great. You know, <laughs> mm. everything's too fucking expensive here. What do you think?
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I might. Well, you know, I, well, well, I want to be a theater actor. Theater is my passion. Um, mm-hmm. And so odds are I'll move back to New York. That's just where the business is and that's where I'm going to have to go. But like, I'm moving away to learn and I, I might not come back, but I want to come back. New York is insanely beautiful and everyone I've met here have been lovely. Some of the homeless people have been insane, but
0: uh, it's <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> but, uh, sorry, like, everyone's sorry lovely. <laughs> yeah. But it, <laughs> please, please, uh, continue.
1: I, I still remember when, when I first moved, literally the first couple of days when I moved here, I didn't move into my apartment. I was living in a hotel starting uni. And uh, I was on the train, like I got a day off uni. And so I was on the train up to Central Park because Central Park's beautiful.
0: Yes. Sir. And
1: there was this guy just screaming on the train and I was stuck next to him, which of course <laughs> I was. But he was just screaming, about how women have to love m- money just as much as men do which and when he when you're half listening it feels like he's being really sexist but he was actually saying like women you don't need men make your own money but he was like screaming it at people on the train and we're all like dude it's uh-huh. 8 in the morning we don't want to deal with this <laughs> and like I'll miss it like New York has so much character it's I've I've been lucky to travel the world I've seen I've seen like, I, I I lived in China for um, a couple of weeks as a part of a student exchange. I lived in Canada for a couple of weeks. I was raised, I was, sorry, I was born in Europe and I've traveled Europe uh, with my family. Um, and so I've seen a lot of the world and yet, like, New York is unique. Oh, yes. It's like nowhere no, else.
0: So, sorry if I interrupt you, but uh, I just want to say... It's like uh, neighborhoods and even streets. Uh, you can go a few blocks uh, one way or another, and it's like a country within a country.
1: Oh, exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and, I, and I like that you mentioned the homeless. And uh, don't get me wrong, I don't want to talk shit about homeless because everybody has their situations. Who knows how they end up there? But it is like one of those unique things uh, about new... New York, you do meet some uh, extreme homeless people, <laughs> and it's uh, definitely an interesting trip. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah, New York uh, wouldn't be the same
0: without them. Do do? Uh, how long you been in New York for? Uh, more than a couple months? Longer? Shorter? You said, I believe, before quarantine, right? You came. Yeah. In? So
1: I I moved here January second.
0: I see. Yeah, um, okay. It was
1: actually, it was actually really funny because uh, January, uh, New Years, so December 31st, was the last, was like, I we had a big New Years party f- for my going away with all my friends. And at that night, do you know what pokies are? Poker machines?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, please uh, tell me more. I might know. Es- but...
1: Essentially, essentially slot machines. They're not, they're very similar. Um, they're a gambling machine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, But there's it's an Aussie tradition. Especially with my group, that we when we go to a pub, we 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 get there at like six in the afternoon. We we eat dinner, we drink a lot, we play pool for four hours, and mm-hmm. then we go on the pokies. And I won't ever forget this. I won six hundred and fifty bucks, and oh, wow. then proceeded to change venues, play pool through the new year, play some of the best games of my life, mm-hmm. one of the best nights ever. And then the next day, I had to catch a flight to move to the US, and oh, I'll
0: never forget that. But you, you know that's a that's a that's a proper send away party, and thank God you made you made the the plane the flight. Oh, thank God for that too. Yeah. <laughs> but, so um, yeah, it is and and it was. Did you always have a dream to come to United States or it's mostly because of school?
1: Um, I actually, I, I, I've i been to the U.S. a lot. I, I, I've been here every year for the last eight years, I think now, uh, maybe 10. It's been a long time, I see. like a regular visiting. But I my, until two, three years ago, my plan was never to come to the U.S., to do schooling it was actually it was three years ago so it was just after I finished high school and I was I was working full-time and I was still you know I was go I was we call it I mean I don't know I don't know like we we, I was taking a gap year essentially I was doing my own thing Mm -hmm. and and you know I was I was talking to my family about what to do and I still wanted to do theater I was still trying to do it on the side and they said look why don't you Audition for stuff in the US and like for schools in the US and see what happens. So like it was really three years ago My my you know, my parents were like hey, why don't you just give that a crack? I was like, yeah Why not? And so yeah. it was never it was never the plan, but it became the plan pretty quickly And now I'm here and I I, I wish I came here sooner
0: Good stuff uh, and I definitely hear you you know if I can give you my uh, part because I came here, my family got, got a green card, right? And it was kind of interesting because um, uh, now, uh, let me give you my perspective now. I'm more than, I'm just fully grateful to be here and I'm amazed and so happy and just grateful to be here just because, you, you know, even like meeting people like you and me meeting so many really interesting individuals. I really believe back in Poland uh, obviously I would have a chance to do that but it wouldn't be the same over here any corner you turn especially in Manhattan you can meet like a huge millionaire even billionaire and they just walk around on the street Mm -hmm. so it is a crazy city and and in like a good way because uh, the uh, the possibilities of just meeting super interesting people and just cultures melting part of ideas cultures it's just uh, the most amazing thing you know it it, it really is but uh, when i came here uh my parents got a green card and i and i like it, it it was just like unbeknownst to me and all of a sudden we're going to united states right and i was <laughs> fucking having fun in poland you know and i was like what the fuck's going on here and also my idea of just United States in general I would watch movies TV shows and I would have completely different idea what is reality and what is like a <laughs> present representation of uh, United States New York and when I came in here I was in shock man like I was in shock I was uh, lost for a while but long story short though like I want to give that story because Although I was like uh, in a shock, in a turmoil, I wasn't happy to be here, Uh, New York City, United States. Now with an experience, I grew up here. I I came here when I was 14, now I'm 32. So I've been here like 16 years, roughly. I don't want to do the math exactly. But, and long story short, it it is quite an amazing transformation because at the beginning, I kind of dislike this country from all sorts of reason, you know, and now I love it It's it's like the best thing that ever happened to me. And that's the point I'm trying to make over here We really have even just if we talk talking about just meeting Interesting people and just brainstorming that alone this place uh, the city and the country alone is amazing we we have Mm. so much adversity here and once again, even like the conversation we have uh, it, it would be impossible for us to ever communicate if we wouldn't end up in this country. What do you think?
1: I mean, I, I totally agree. Like, it's America... Like, don't get me wrong, because, because I mean, you know, we're both not, uh, like, originally from America, so we both grew up with the ideas what Americans were. Uh, my experience of Americans were both the tourists who visit Australia, which... uh to anyone who's American, who's listening. If you're a tourist, you're not, you're really not showing good parts of your country.
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> and of like basically the news, cause I wouldn't really talk to any Americans when I came here for holiday. The truth is like, I'd be hanging out with my family and friends, but americas I, I guess the thing in these last couple of months, I've, I've fallen in love with this country and don't get me wrong, I, I, I love Australia more because that's that's going to be my home forever. But like America is so unique and, you know, the country doesn't always get things right. But it's it's it was it was it, it was the first true democracy. Yes, you know, sir. like it's that's that's that means something.
0: I agree. Land of the free and the brave, right?
1: Mm.
0: Uh, I, I gotta say it it is very interesting because what I said at the beginning I didn't like to be be here but now I feel like America, fuck yeah. Have Have you ever <laughs> seen the movie Team Team America? Uh, do o- you... Only
1: only or like the only the bits like the America, fuck yeah song.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I recently changed my ringtone to that song. (laughs) And it's, believe me, it is awkward when that ringtone plays in like an official place. When, you know, I've been doing my taxes and that song played, Uh, it was quite awkward. It was because it's like America fuck yeah and then suck my balls and something more. And you know, America fuck yeah, I'm fine with But the suck my balls is not good, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I was not impressed uh, with myself when that happened, you know. (laughs) But long story short, I'm very grateful to be here. What do you think, John?
1: Oh, look, uh, I mean, uh, who knows after my degree is over, but I I can't imagine living anywhere else.
0: Sounds good. John, do you have anything you would like to cover? Uh, Anything Um, specific? uh, Maybe, or you have any sort of message you would like to send or...
1: Um, one, one thing I would like to say to anyone who's listening, regardless of your political beliefs is that take a moment just whenever you hear something and like, like, like what I do every single day is that I read what CNN posts about a topic. And then I go to see what Fox news is saying about it, because like always go to listen to somebody who who you disagree with, because that is how you find the truth. That's all that's all I want to say like especially with Trump as well when he says something Look at look at something that both agrees and disagrees with him, because that's how you're gonna find the truth of it And I think that's sort of what I what you know, this conversation we've been having shows
0: yeah, John, I, I could not agree more and thank you f- for saying that because many people lose that Idea that there's always both sides to the story, right? So yeah, definitely I and I also hundred percent agree with you and once again, thank you for your, uh, for your um, perspective and opinion. I truly appreciate that we can have a true, honest conversation. And even if we di- disagree, we don't have to shout or yell, which is great. And uh, yeah, and if I can add on to what you say, look into both sides of the story and just people in general, Whoever we're talking about as long as you're not scientist, you at the end end of the day me you or whoever we're talking about Most of us. We don't really know what we're talking about So we need to do like like John said we need to look at both sides Do you know and in general question everything people, you know, this is very important Uh, However, you cut it. We always got to question things uh, mm. John, any any last words? Maybe you want to plug in uh, Twitter or?
1: Um, well, as always, my uh, Twitter handle is at HonestGotta. Um, that's that's at a- I, uh spend my time sort of trolling people. I've gone from uh, talking to Trump supporters to trolling a person who is anti-vax, doesn't believe in evolution, and thinks that mm. coronavirus was man-made. So if you want to see me. Uh, do that uh, please follow me
0: <laughs> it's always fun it's always fun John, what, having me uh, please show. please sorry please continue
1: oh I just want to say thank you for having me on I've appreciated uh, this episode and the last episode I've had a great time and it's nice to talk to somebody who disagrees with me on things
0: same likewise John and uh, uh, likewise everything you said likewise but I want to add one more thing Also, thank you because you are quite articulate and you make your points uh, very well heard. And also, it makes a better quality. uh, Like, you help me as well, you know, because I know I'm somewhat articulate, but certain people might not really get what I'm talking about. But with you here, uh, most people understand you, which makes things even better. Thank you once again, John. Thank you. Thank you.